It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve. I ended up going out for a couple beers. Watch a little, watch a little bit of the basketball game. You go out by yourself? Or? No, I, I was able to connive someone. I would have never guessed in a million years you happened to have Bachelor yeah. weekend the same time. It's, it's crazy. We could have painted the town like we used to. Yeah, we could have painted the basement. <laughs> because where that's, I... That's what I did. And Kyle. Would it be Hope Solo's family? Which I don't even know if she has anymore because she won't stop wailing on them in well, wild rage. I mean, you did refer to her as a serial butthole picture taker. But listen, I feel I've been vindicated by the evidence of I... that. There are multiple instances of that taking place. You want to set that camera up on a little tripod and go, you Here's know, my full, butthole. full moon? Now, here they are, two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. Melissa Vaughn, everybody. That's in, for me, that discussion there, at the end of that intro. The Hope Solo one? Is in the pantheon, for me, for this podcast personally, of things I'm willing and happy to revisit. Anytime. Upwards of four times, yeah. five times a year. Anytime. Yeah, and it's it's right up there with the drywall. It's, the, the fight? The fight. Okay. Um, boy, I'm trying to figure out what else I would put the, on our Mount Rushmore I mean, of things I'd want to revisit. The crockpot fight. The crockpot fight's right up there. Yeah. Um, there are some things that will never fail to put a smile on my face, and those are right there. Okay. Those are right on the top All of right, that good list. To know. So if we're forever short on content. Yeah, if you ever look at that clock... And you and I are both kind of scratching our facial hair, and you see it says like twenty-two minutes and eight seconds, and we're and we're we're empty. Yeah, and you <laughs> like just the tank so, is empty. I want you to just hands in the air. Said, "How about Hope Solo's butthole?" <laughs> Which again, I think is probably the perfect sequitur for every podcast. Yeah. So if if you're out there recording your own podcast, you know you're doing the weekly, the monthly, whatever it is. And I think what didn't we just do the run those numbers very recently when we Googled them about how, how long podcasts actually last. Yeah, yeah. And we were like we had surpassed. We we are the um exception, not the rule. Oh, I would I would say and not no hyperbole, we are probably in the top two percent of podcasts in terms of mm-hmm. episode continuity. Right. Yeah. Not quality. No, 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 But the sheer amount yeah. and schedule yeah. of what we refer to this as a podcast. Yeah, and, and I would we're say... Up there. We're way up there. And, and obviously that comes with some exclusions. If you're doing a podcast by yourself daily where it doesn't take any type of cohesion or planning, that's mm-hmm. obviously a little bit different. Yeah. But in terms of multiple people getting together to do this, especially in person. Because we could count on one hand how many of these we've done apart. Oh, I bet it was more than that. You think so? Yeah, I I bet we've done eight or ten. You think so? Yeah. I know we did, even COVID, you and I, we only did did. two or three apart. I mean, we did did deck cast for a while. Sunroom cast. We did sunroom cast where we were seated at opposite ends of a room. Yeah. 
Um, we did that for probably six weeks, right? Yeah. Until it got to the point where it was 95 degrees. It was so hot. In the sunroom, it was like we had gone into a sauna to record. Like we were sweating, like we had to cut weight for our our boxing match the next day. Yeah. It, oh, my God. Yeah, there were that some, was and it was because it was June. Yeah. Ish. And so, yeah, it, you know, it, it was getting pretty toasty. That's pretty much the last time that room was used. It's now got a, a leak in the ceiling, too, that I noticed at the beginning of winter and proceeded to do nothing about it. Ah. It's just leaking down onto the couch below. So I said to Annette a couple of weeks ago, I think it's time to throw that old couch up on Marketplace. Oh, you're going to try and sell it? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. That is no, a, this baby is being given away yeah. because it's it's now filled with water. This is a come and get it situation. Yeah. I will take pictures of it where it sits. I'm not even going to help take it out of the, the sunroom. Right. Why I, would I? Why would I do that? I did notice. Now, between you tell me, because we spent, a lot of people would argue too much time last week, recapping or talking about your uh the painting and the work you're doing in the house and then me trying to sell you Mm -hmm. on going out and buying an 85 inch television last week. Yeah. And I noticed, so I had a question for you. It doesn't look like maybe everything's done because it's a, this was a rare occasion when I pulled into the, on the Zach today Mm -hmm. and I looked and I saw a shining beacon of mediocre craftsmanship in terms of vehicles. Staring at me. Whatever you're talking about. Staring at me from about 50 yards away as I oh, hung, I, hung I, the left. I hope you didn't get that close to it. I mean, that's a rare vehicle. was a 1988 Jeep Comanche with whatever group of letters on the end. Pioneer. Pioneer, sorry. L, LG? Or is that just the electronics that's the, brand? Uh, no, the MJ. Gotcha, the, of course. That's the, the, the shortening of the body style. Couldn't care. Less. If I had to, just could not care. You could put a gun to my head and say, I'm going to quiz you about Jeeps, and I would just eat the bullet mm-hmm. because I would die. Um, I noticed it parked in the driveway, which is a rarity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I wanted to, I think I'm going to be taking it for a spin today. So I had. Special occasion or? Sunday. The Sunday spin. <laughs> She's a Sunday driver. Right. I'm Look, putting on the pole. Is the Sunday spin standard for all Comanche owners? I needed to, um, you know, I, as you may remember, when it's running, some may say that it gives off a slight aroma. Mm-hmm. Some. <laughs> some unseasoned fools. Right. Some right? idiots. So I backed it out, let it run for about 10 minutes this morning, you know, to ensure that this planet right. is uh, not here for much longer. Uh, it spewed fumes into the atmosphere. A decade from now. I'd like a satellite photo of the ozone above your house. Over our house. So you're taking it out. The the ozone's always the same right above you, right? Yeah, I don't think the ozone moves, right? The ozone doesn't. Does the ozone work? I mean, for you, you're kind of like a murderer who's covered up his tracks because you've moved so much. Yeah, so many times. So you and, you know, the the Ford Rangers that polluted back at the the first house. No, no, no. You cannot say that. The Rangers, there was never anything wrong with those. This. I mean, from a from an emissions standpoint, right? Or plenty wrong with them otherwise, but I'm not going to let you. We have never fully recapped your vehicle ownership history 
in terms of those trucks in that area in your life where you had at this at one time look you know two identical ford rangers no, parked in the driveway no 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 one was four-wheel drive and one was two-wheel drive well, you had to look, be a, I, I had my winter vehicle and i had my summer vehicle you had to be a real buffoon but, but we're not gonna get into that not today no 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 we're, not today we're very busy so i rounded the corner onto the zach steve and i did see that shining beacon of mediocrity parked in the driveway, which again is a rarity. Boy, that hurts. But not just that. Mm-hmm. Something looked like it was lobbed into the back end. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, here we go again. It's probably like Steve found a good deal on three extra tires. Not four, three. Three. So now he's got the three in the back and he's going to hold out hope to find an identical four. Well, look, so something I mean, like that. I'm sure that about six years from now, I'm going to find a match and then... I'll be able to put together a full set. But yeah, I look, this is something I talked about with you um, weeks ago. It was mentioned, and I totally forgotten about it. No no offense to you or the, that, that discussion. We've covered a lot of ground since then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I and, and also, I didn't know what I was looking at. Even up close, I couldn't have told you oh, what okay. it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, because it was, like you said, just kind of lobbed in the back, kind of Yeah, and it's a big kind of... Uh, Ovalish mm-hmm. piece of plastic. Yeah, and you open the door and let Toby out to say hi. And you, I, I kind of asked, "What the heck is this?" Mm-hmm. That is the luggage carrier oh. that will be strapped into the top of the car for the big trip to Pigeon Forge in June. This is this is the most full dad I've. <laughs> I could fathom seeing you or anybody I know go full dad. You know, we're going there for a week. So actually closer to like eight or nine days. So we need, I mean, we need room for all of the stuff. So this is the four of you climbing into the Comanche, I'm assuming. And uh, we'll be, we'll be taking Annette's car, climbing in there. (laughs) Just poor Evelyn, uh, you know, having to sit behind a stick shift with, (laughs) 83 degree air blowing from the vent as you all roast. Yeah. The radio died somewhere in Illinois. Mm-hmm. This radio, is radio is probably the newest part of that vehicle. This is the most full dad I expected to see you go. This is for my money. The next step is winter cap stocking cap with mm. ear flaps. Oh, so <laughs> So I'm basically becoming seasonal Sammy. Yes. The, yeah. The, I, and like you mentioned, I'd like to see you up your turtle deck quotient just okay. a little bit. Maybe some shirts. Uh, I mean, you, that, you're not a dad unless you have multiple graphic tees with different dad slogans on them. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it, so, you're, so you're moving away from your uh, FBI federal boob inspector <laughs> right. shirt phase. Right. Now it's it's just. Like, this is my best dad joke with yeah. an arrow pointing up to my face or something. Yeah, something like uh, a notorious D.A.D. <laughs> parked right on the center. Right. To show that I'm a dad, but I'm still kind of cool. You're really cool. I'm still, I'm, you know, I'm mostly suburbs, but I'm still a little bit urban. Yeah. Uh-huh. You've got a luggage rack. <laughs> I have a. Um, I, I remember we had one of these when I when when we were growing up when uh-huh. we were kids, and we referred to it as the Big Mac because back in the eighties they looked like you know the cardboard container that a Big Mac comes in, and it's kind of that like oh yeah 
like I don't know six sided like it's not just a box but it's got like the angles and everything it looked like the box that a Big Mac came in so we always called it the Big Mac but yeah it's a enclosed luggage shell thing it looks like a turtle shell that you stick on top of your car put all your suitcases in there that way the trip is a little bit more manageable because you're not the whoever's sitting in the back seat in this case it's obviously going to be the kids there aren't suitcases looming that if you know you hit the gas or the brakes one time a little bit too hard they're going to come flying forward and decapitate my children so yeah i found it um of course a marketplace deal i was the the rare occasion that i was a buyer not a seller right and and but here here's the thing with you though you weren't you're not in a pinch june is not no. like next weekend no so i'm a bit surprised unless you were maybe taken aback by the price of these that it wasn't as much as you thought i, I was kind of surprised at the price of them cheaper I saw, than you thought or no no they were like brand new more expensive than okay I thought. um but i had seen one a couple of weeks ago and it was like pick up today 40 bucks and i was like oh that seems like that's a pretty good deal okay and by the time i messaged the person they had said oh so sorry somebody just picked it up but i didn't really think anything of it and then so I started searching around for them because that one I think Annette had actually found and sent to me. She was like, hey, this might be a good idea for the for the trip this summer. Yeah, yeah, okay, no problem. So by the time I sent them a message, it was gone. So then they just started popping up in my marketplace, you know, right. algorithm You've or whatever. You've been algorithmed now. Yeah. Right. So I would see them and every other one I saw was like 300 bucks, 200 bucks, 400 bucks. I was like, damn, that I missed, uh, like that would have been a, that Seems was like steel. A, a steal. Yeah. And uh and I missed it. So I'm I'm obviously off my game a bit these last couple of months. Right. Embarrassing not, yourself, looking the fool. Not proud about this. Not proud about this at all. So then I found one. Somebody hadn't even they just posted it in the community mm-hmm. of buy sell trade page. Okay, so one of those garage sale pages yeah. that yeah. And and I thought, oh, well that seems like a good deal. They had it posted for three hundred bucks. But it was in Looked like perfect shape. He said, comes with both keys, has all the nuts and bolts and brackets and everything you need to bolt right to your car. Mm -hmm. So, you know me, I still have to lowball you. So he had it posted for 300. Would like to clarify, don't have to. No, no, you do. This is a very personal right, but, thing for you. So, so what well, was the look, opening price? Don't don't try to don't try to act like you don't do the same exact. Well, listen, thing. I would argue there's a difference between negotiating and strictly saying, "I'm going to lowball the s out of this person." So, what was the asking price? The asking for this price thing? was three hundred. Okay. Here's what I would here's okay. what I would consider an opening up. Now, now let's see. You let's don't see. have to let's give hear. it away, but let's if you would, you what is your comfortable? Pricing that you'd be comfortable paying for this listed at three hundred. What's the dollar amount that you're okay with? I don't know. For some reason, I see that price and I always think like, I'm not even going to pay half of that. Oh, for God's sake! <laughs> now, in this case, I did not lowball them. That what would your opening offer be? Listed three hundred. See, it's weird for me because without knowing what I would be comfortable paying for something like right. that. Right, but just say that you were say that you had done the research and you saw that. Yeah. That's it's in the ballpark. I think I would probably open with two hundred. Okay, I would say something like, and you know, you see those all the time, which is two hundred pickup today, two hundred cash in hand. I'll mm-hmm. I'll be there. I could be there in an hour, type yep. of thing. 
So I would say listed 300 for that. And was it just posted? Was it fresh? Uh, I don't remember. Because it, it may it, it may have been posted. I, I feel like it, it had been posted like within a day or two. And you're the pro. So you know I that if that thing that. had said appreciate listed that. weeks ago or two weeks ago. Oh, I'm offering you $25 <laughs> and you have to bring it to me. Take it or leave it. My guess? They're going to leave it. So 300 I would offer 200 Okay. You've explicitly said you opened with a low ball. Well, I'm I'm happy to hear that because I opened with 200 Hey, now I don't think that's low ball. Okay. You're asking, well, offering two-thirds asking. The odds of them saying yes, let's call it 25-75, right? That, that's what I'm thinking because the way that – if that's me, if I'm listing something for 300, mm-hmm. somebody offers 200, my first response is going to be meet me in the middle. Mm-hmm. Let's do 250. Exactly. Handshake done. I got a reply back within 10 minutes saying 200 sounds good. Okay. So now now I think that I yes. I overbid. Now this but, is But but uh, that's not it. After the message saying 200 sounds good. I got the follow-up saying, big fan of the show, Steve. And I thought, oh, man, now I look like a cheap a-hole. This is where you say, you know, <laughs> you know, some signed van work poster for an extra 50 off. <laughs> to be clear, I don't think he was talking about this show. Oh. Yeah. No. What What else was he talking about? Uh little side gig you may have heard of what's that yeah yeah that's right so so i feel like now i'm in a weird spot because i'm like i still feel like you show up and you pull and and you may have encountered this i know i have i still feel like you show up and pull the facebook marketplace scumbag move that everybody does walk around it i've only got kick it a bit yeah yeah you didn't didn't post a close-up of that scratch there Again, this thing is in, it's in like mint perf- condition, right? It's in perfect shape, like just unwrapped like, from the I'm, luggage store. Well, I mean, yeah, there are there are scratches here and there, but it's a luggage rack that go. It's going to sit on the top of our car, yeah, for a seven hundred mile drive. Yeah, I would, I would for be, a week. I wouldn't be surprised to see this thing relisted on Facebook Marketplace Boy, for two twenty. That is in the end of June. That ha- I'd be lying if I said that hadn't crossed my mind. Because then you're going to walk around and you're going to, I'm going to, especially hate, around this studio. Oh, I'm going to hate seeing that thing in the garage. You're going to be peacocking around, <laughs> saying that you got a luggage rack, used it, and made twenty dollars <laughs> off of it. You know there are people that uh, I think I'm going to go the uh, the rental route for it. You'd be shocked at when you go into marketplace and you search for I don't know because I, I kept having trouble figuring out what they were called like yeah. rooftop luggage carrier. Yeah. That's uh, what I would search. Roof right? rack. There are so many on there that people are renting out, saying fifty bucks a week, boy, seventy bucks a week. Is this my next new? That's not a bad venture. Uh, I think I might do it. Right. And I, I think might you do, start right now. And I think you do it if you have it and you don't I need mean, it until June. You do a weekly rate. Call it, what, again, 50 bucks. What keeps people from just saying, yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, that's a good point. <laughs> and just never bringing it back. I would argue the rental business idea is much more privy to being to theft than. 
I mean, it's not like I'm U-Haul. Right. And I'm sure that they have means of doing that kind of thing. Right, right. I feel like they probably would have figured out U-Haul's not this far into the game and still, you know, going by the seat of their pants like, oh, yeah, I mean, hope U-Haul, they bring it back. U-Haul has contra- like super in-depth stuff and then I'm, I'm assuming those vehicles are tracked mm-hmm. to some degree. Whereas unless you just slap the world's most obvious GPS tracker on your luggage carrier yeah. that you're then willing to call police a week later, say, can you come with me to get my luggage carrier? Right. That also being said, it's just a plastic shell and right. it's not like you can, it's not like it's a vehicle where I can tuck a GPS tracker up behind the bumper. Or yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be pretty obvious if there's a little thing sticking to the side of it with a little antenna and a blinking light. What's that? Nothing. That's just a, just the new standard add-on to the <laughs> luggage rack industry type of thing. I don't know. <laughs> you may be right. I had not considered that. Theft, a legitimate concern, I think. Yeah, I mean, I sure, I bet that I could go online and find some kind of article. Yeah. Or find some kind of uh, um, template that I can download that's a binding contract. Right, right. Whew. But what's that going to matter? You know, then they're going to assume that you're willing to pay whatever but legal really, fees or recourse. I mean, say I do 60 bucks a week. I just got to rent that thing out like three and a half times yeah. and it's paid for. Then if the fourth person steals it, eh. I think you rent it out three times and then you sell it. You've made your money back. Yeah, but at that point, why would I Why would I sell it? It's obviously a, yeah. it's a renter's Continue market. Continue running the racket. I mean, who knows? This could, this could be... This could be the retirement in waiting. Are you thinking just like so? I'm just gonna buy, buy a bundle of these things and <laughs> stack them up. I mean, you might as well do the same thing with like bike racks right, and carriers, yeah. right? Like nobody wants to store one of these. Uh, you come over, yeah. I'll even bolt the thing to your uh, to your roof rack. Mm-hmm. You take it to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Come back a week later. Pop that thing back off. Pull in the driveway. I'll help you take it back off. Yeah. And then the next schmuck in line is going to be just waiting for yeah. me to put I can right see on there. now. Steve <laughs> for rent. Right? And so you I'm know, thinking it's just. I was thinking Steve's roof rack rental. Oh, no, because we're going to expand. So now we're doing. We, we are. Yeah, yeah. I went in. I went on the ground floor <laughs> to this. You I'm, went in on the ground floor of Steve's roof rack rental. But I want to expand already. Okay. We haven't opened. So I want to expand. So I, you know, we have a bike rack out in the, the bike carrier out yeah. in the shed. I've got one. That's two. That, that You're right. One and one is two. That's a business. That's three okay. items we okay. now have for rent. All right. So I feel like we need to create an LLC. Yeah. This is going to set us back like a hundred bucks. We're already. If there's anything you and I know how to do properly, it's to lose money. So I am thrilled to be in this new adventure where we can continue our efforts right. to lose money. Yeah. So we've got a roof luggage carrier, two bike racks. Mm-hmm. We need to get some type of hitches or balls. Because oh, yeah, a lot I, got of people, a, I got a couple of them. Boom. I Again. think I got a, I mean, the, your common sizes, of course, is your inch and seven eighths and your two inch. Got them both. What other crap do people need for road trips that they don't have? Um, some, uh, I, I would assume some 
like tie down straps. Yeah. I got a few of them. Yeah. Okay. We'll throw them in. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, three weeks of rental on the on the bubble top, you get a free ratchet strap thrown hey. in. Hey. Suckers will never see it coming. <laughs> okay, I love this. I think I want in. Well, you know, I'm not too sure if I'm uh, if I'm willing to You know, I'll I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. We can franchise this. Okay. I mean, I, I I don't know where you're getting the the very elusive second bike rack. Unless again, you're willing to go further in the hole. On this idea. Man, is there an episode that goes by that we don't have an amazing idea we for, just, a, for a get-rich-quick scheme? We just haven't executed to the degree that we can and that we should. You know? We could be like hundred heirs if we had just put our minds to it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we are, folks. Uh, we may have to... Look... Uh, Hey there, it's Steve from the Steve and Kyle podcast here with my buddy Kyle. Are you in the market for a luggage carrier, Mm -hmm. but you don't want to deal with that hassle of storing it for the 51 and a half weeks a year that you're not using it? Got a one-stall garage and two vehicles already. Don't don't muddy up your space with a luggage carrier that you're going to use once every three years. Call us at Steve's Roof Rack Rental and Accessories. Call us at Steve's for Rent. Let us help you get your stuff into a bubble. We might have to work on the. No, no. And also, uh, you know, in the, in the fine print, we will not actually help you put stuff in the bubble. You pick up no. the bubble, attach it yourself. We, as I'm, for I'm an additional willing... fee, we will help you get the bubble strapped onto your roof. Okay. All right, I like that. I like that. So maybe what we do is um, rental fee, because I was thinking like 50 bucks a week. So maybe we'll say rental fee, $300 a week, Mm -hmm. or for this special deal only, Mm -hmm. $50, and we'll help you strap it down. Introductory. Yeah. This is Seth. I mean, if you go with the $300. Yeah. More power to you. I mean, you know me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it to you how I think of it because I told you the second chance Jeep thing was a morbid failure. Mm-hmm. Uh, lost money, which it made money, but that's not the point. <laughs> Some would say the exact opposite of what you predicted. Yeah, no, no. Took too long to make money. I think is well, is how know, I referred to. You know, there were no timelines. But I'm looking at this one and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. in? Yes. Garbage that people only need. Okay. Every so, and I'm not even saying every so often, because in terms of these type of vacations, you're going to need that. They're one, somewhat infrequent. Mm-hmm. And two, they're on a limited time anyway. Yeah. When you end up, you know, when you have your kids that they're 10, 12, 13, 15, the idea of going on a very long um, road trip with them mm-hmm. to the point where you need a luggage rack, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. They're more talking about going on vacations with their friends and spring break. They're not doing family vacation with the, the notorious DAD in the <laughs> front me. seat. Yes. yes. Again, mostly suburbs, but also a little bit urban. I love it. I love it. I want it on the ground floor. I want to be part of the founding venture okay. of Steve's Roof Racks and Plus. 
or whatever we figure out as the new business name. And I will contribute a bike rack. Okay. And as a bonus, I would say this is even cheaper. You got got ratchet straps? Here's what we're going to throw in. And I know you have one, Steve. I think you and I, we add in, like as a bonus or a promo deal. You know, you sign on for a week of the the big plastic bubble. And for an extra 25 bucks a week, we'll throw in one of those burlies. Oh, like the uh, the the stroller pull-behind Yeah, thing because when the kids are too dumb to ride their own you bikes. You got one of them? I got one of them. We got one, too. <laughs> this is, we're already, I'm already, like... I'm a loony. T- I'm Bugs Bunny with dollar signs for pupils. <laughs> We're making money oh, so fast in my own brain right now. Yeah, I'm already thinking about quitting my job just so I can be at the <laughs> the the stand in the driveway as cars are lined up around the okay. Zach the mm-hmm. Saturday before spring break, right? Where we have to juice our inventory because it's the big week. Right. And then we, oh yeah, but we have to be. I mean, we have to be beating the streets. We have to be constantly on Marketplace and Craigslist looking for these deals. And that's where the real lowballing comes in. Oh, no question. You want 400? No. You'll take 20. Yeah. We we load up on crap in the off-season, right? So so are we storing this just between our houses? Yeah. We've got attics. We've got, you know. Do you think we should – do we start looking at commercial real estate? Listen – Again, you and I are really good at ideas to make money and then promptly losing Look, we money. We just need to find a tenth of an acre somewhere. We're not yeah. even going to put up a building. Oh, we're so just, you just want the plot. We're just going to load it all. Just, people will be driving on the street. Oh, there's the new uh, yeah. hairstylist. There's the gas station. Yeah. There is, oh, a private dump, apparently. Yeah. So we just need piles and piles of rooftop carriers <laughs> and burleys. So we need a tenth of an acre. And then how can we... Purchase one of those pods that those companies rent. Oh, okay. Well, we just I want mean, to buy because that's that's it. You can buy shipping containers. That's our business. That's front. fine. We will buy a, a buddy of mine did this at his house. He's yeah. got a big big plot of land. Needed a little extra storage. Bought a shipping container. We hire Cy Nolan Ryan Young to okay. make us a, a a big sign that's you know Steve's yeah. crap for rent whatever. Right. We. We so know. I like how you're you, you you don't even want in on the naming rights. You no, just want to be the, no, no. the when silent partner. When this thing partner. goes belly up, I do not want to be listed in any of those LLC docs. Okay, all right. When you are stuck with a tenth of an acre, <laughs> a plastic pod, and forty-five luggage carriers in one year, I want to be made one dollar. <laughs> I want to be so far away from this. I'll never just, be heard from again. I just keep saying to Annette, like, no, I think that if, if we have this this model bubble top right. carrier. No, this is going to sound crazy, Annette, because, I, you know, we've lost thousands of dollars. But have you considered the idea of us renting out bikes as well? <laughs> I got bikes. And I got bikes. Sizes? All of them. Helmets? Bring your own. Yeah, BYOH. Man. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I mean, we're 31 minutes in, but I see no reason to keep going. Yeah. Uh, no, this, this, might, this might be the last one. And this, you know, this is remarkable. 
because I, I, I said, we have so much to get to. We still have mail time. We went to bump mail time yeah. because we thought to no, get. No, no, we can't bump mail time. I'm, I'm excited. We have to get to polls this week. We have to update poll badness. I know, I know. I need to ask you about a very super inflammatory text message I received you from you You can ask me about that right morning. now if you want. That's not going to take long. Uh, I needed for me to, to call ask out you those cowards. for any advice on for my very first Bruce journey coming oh, up. Oh, that's right. That's this week, right? This week. Okay. And we just we have a lot to get to, mm-hmm. but I need to ask you then about why I received a text message. You know yesterday something? Morning. I want to do viewer mail time. You want to do the mail time? Yeah, I'm happy to do mail time. Hey, folks! Viewer mail time again. Oh, here's one from Sally, age fourteen. <clears throat> Dear pig. Yeah, there we go. Third time. Third time brings it home. Look at this. So we have uh, we have an Amazon Prime envelope yep. from our friend Mitch Mankiewicz. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure we've nailed that over the years. Mitch Mankiewicz? I still want to say Mankiewicz. Mankiewicz? Yeah. I think yeah. we go with it. Okay. Mitch Mankiewicz, until we uh, hear otherwise. I can't believe one stamp got through on this, by the way. This oh, next, this next envelope. That. Feel that. A little weighty. Uh, no, I feel, I feel it's a like, one stamper yeah, to you? I think so. By the way, that uh, don't think I don't appreciate the stamp on this one. I didn't even notice. Just what a hot it? rod. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it says USA forever. <laughs> I know that that's the, the, like, stamp the denomination yes. of the stamp, but in the context of the bone shaker yeah. hot rod. Yeah. <laughs> it just looks... <laughs> By the way, another thing we have to get to, one of us went to a monster truck show yesterday. Yeah, one of us did, yeah. So we are already way overloaded, and yeah. I'm already thinking about what we have to cut. Okay, well, so let's, let's, let's speed it up. Okay, we'll finish this up in the next three minutes then, okay? okay? Mail time. You want me to go first? Yes, please All open right, that so Amazon that. Prime package. My friend, Mitch Mankiewicz. Mitch, a long-time listener of the show. Okay. Big fan. Inside of an envelope is uh, another envelope. Okay, well, that's a, that's a start. Seems like a waste. Sorry, Redwood. Had to bite the bullet on this. Looks like we got a sticker here. Yes! Love adding to the sticker walls. The Me. sticker. Does it make sense to you? Absolutely not. Perfect. That's the best kind. Let's see it. It is a possum playing a banjo. <laughs> <laughs> Did we talk about this? <laughs> oh my god. I... I you could have given me one million <laughs> guesses, right? And I wouldn't have guessed anything like that. Uh, the only thing, I mean, I had posted on our social medias a screen grab of a news article this week, something mm. about how possums are good. But that would have been a really quick turnaround for our friend Mitch. Yeah, that. well, I think that that showed up yesterday or the day before, okay. so maybe. Our thanks yeah. to... Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. This thanks. is definitely the first of its kind on the wall. A well, possum... Playing a banjo. One of one. <laughs> this next... How many do you think that company sells? Like, <laughs> that order came in and they were like, Jesus Christ, people will buy anything. This next one is a envelope from... just says Ronin Stickers. So I'm guessing, Steve. Mm-hmm. Probably another sticker. Probably, yeah. Uh, I do not see a note or anything. Okay. So Good. whoever Cut this right is from, stake your claim and send us a note. And this is... Oh, this is gorgeous. What do we got? I don't know if this is one or a couple in here, Steve. I see the teeth of a shark, mm. which like as everybody already. knows, it's always shark attack season somewhere. <laughs> it says, 
stay positive <laughs> as a young young man is stuck in the mouth of a shark. <laughs> as well as a small, another sticker of a small duck with a bloody knife. Boy. <laughs> Listeners just knocking it out of the park with these. Yeah. <laughs> this, uh, this sticker wall is getting a very nice variety today. Stay positive. <laughs> this last envelope, Steve. And by the way, if you did, if that came from you, please message us so we know yes, that it's from you. Absolutely. Uh, this last envelope coming from our friend Doug Hobbs. This one from Dougie. our friends in the United States Postal Service. Thank you for your service. Yeah. In Eastern Maine. Eastern Maine. Eastern Maine. Oh, this one's got a letter, which I always appreciate. Some a uh, little notification makes it feel less like this is a. Uh, Hooker operation, mm-hmm. a little more personal. So yeah. thank you. And there, Steve, I'll let you grab those those stickers. Okay, beautiful. Hey, buds. We had these made up after cutting my buddy's neighbor's garage in half over a land dispute. Oh yes, I did not know this. You did a segment about it on Free Beer and Hot Wings. That's why I didn't know about it. You can also search Main Man cuts garage in half. I thought this, you might like it for the sticker wall. Have a great day, Doug Hobbs. This was an amazing story where a guy bought a house. Doug bought his house, mm-hmm. moved in, and for whatever reason, they had to get uh, like a land survey done. Sure, a lot of places. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot. Of I don't know. If, mandatory. Yeah, I don't know if that was simply because I don't know if they were looking to build something or whatever. But the surveyor came out and they realized that half. I think it was more than half of his neighbor's garage was on his property. And it wasn't just a little tiny one car. It was a big... That's a pretty big miss, by the way. It was a very big... But I think it had been there for years. So maybe it was one of those, like, both of the previous owners were like, yeah, no problem. It's okay. So this was built, or it, it was noticed, and then Doug went to talk to his neighbor about it, who I don't think they got along very well. And the neighbor just said, yeah, whatever. So Doug and his buddies took it upon themselves to take out reciprocating saws and and cut the garage in half, the half that was on his property, Yeah, and just knocked it down. I love it. I love the petty nature of it. Well, I guess guess petty to a degree, because what else are you supposed to do? I mean, it has to go. It's his. Yeah, and it has to go. Like, that's Um, the deal. It's on property, so. Yeah, and I know that uh, legally, even though something is on your property, I don't think you're allowed to just take saws and cut it down. Probably not. Uh, So I know that he was in some hot water for that for a while, but he had called in to the side gig. He wanted to remain anonymous, and for some reason, he was given the name Taco Smith. So. So. Oh, no, no. Oh wait, that's the unexpected part. So, so we got we have a couple of stickers here, three stickers for Taco Smith Wrecking Crew. Well, that's gorgeous. Where the uh, the the logo is two reciprocating saws in the shape of an X. But I may uh, one yeah, of those is going to go on the, them on the, I may throw one of those go. on the old computer here. Do it right now. Actually, I might do that right yeah. here, right I where I type every day. I can look at the Taco Smith Wrecking Crew. Our thanks to Doug. <laughs> our thanks to Mitch Mankavich. And our thanks to whoever sent the uh, Stay Positive Shark sticker. <laughs> Excellent job. We will update the sticker wall. I always love adding to Oof. that. And we are, this thing is looking gorgeous. It is so nice. It is absolutely lovely to look at. Yeah. So did we want to get to, Steve, because again, there's a few things we have to get to. We have to get to Paul Badness update. Mm-hmm. And we have to get to 
Uh, now we have to close the loop on this inflammatory text message to our. I would love to talk about that to our poor friends. Absolutely love to. And our poor, our, our poor friend. This one, an end of the driveway warrior who's not on the end of the driveway himself, Josh Reed. Josh, I'm going to need you to do some investigative research on this because God knows I'm not going to waste my time. Let me see what. And I apologize for forgetting the full context. And also, by the way, we have another person just waiting next to their phone for us to call them who has listened. To all 350-plus episodes I of think our podcast. They, they may be getting the boot this week. They're getting booted again. Okay. Getting booted again. I received a text message yesterday at 10.09 Eastern Time, which, by the way, uh, happy Sunday to you, Steve. I don't know oh, if you want to yeah. properly welcome in the people of the podcast that we have not done yet. This is Sunday. I haven't done that in months. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy, it shows how much I listen. <laughs> <laughs> 10.09 a.m. Eastern. You sent a text message to me, and this was to give the context. Our last communications, Monday at 7.13 p.m., I had sent you a text. Instagram posted the bracket, but never sent it to Facebook, so I had to do it manually. Irritating. Mm -hmm. Follow-up to that came Friday morning at 11.37 a.m. from you. Right, yeah. We're recording Sunday, right? And I said, correct. Yep. I wasn't positive that if we had... Yeah. Set it for this week or next week. But, but this whatever. is, just to be clear, This is, I'm just laying out the context mm-hmm. for where this came from. Mm-hmm. The following text came Saturday morning at 10.09 a.m. F*** USPS. Yeah? And I just said, what happened? Because I can already tell you, in this war, mm-hmm. I've already made my decision. Sure, yeah. On whose I, side I know I'm. that you're, you have your allegiance. And I feel like said, I might I feel like I might win you over. And you just said a bit. <laughs> right. Which we then promptly ignored and waited until the very very lucrative 42 minute mark <laughs> to get to this. So tell me uh-huh. what now? And I'm not going to I don't want to say this accusatory, but I feel like you're maybe somebody that in terms of the end of the driveway warriors and their and their employees Maybe just looking for stuff. And maybe you're looking to nitpick. I don't know about this. I think you're gonna be on uh I think you're gonna be on my side here. Now what happened? Can you can you narrow it down? Was it something I'll tell here? you exactly what happened. Or was this P.O. box related? Uh neither. It was at the counter. Okay, so at the building. At the counter. Gotcha. Yeah. So we uh of course uh, as everything it starts out with uh, Facebook marketplace mm-hmm. and was selling something. So you're you're going to ship crap. Going to ship out some crap. And this was a, it was a large item. It was 55 inches long. Mm -hmm. I think 15 inches tall. And at its thickest part, four inches deep. Heavy, not heavy? Not heavy. Uh, In fact, I put it on my scale upstairs. To make sure. It was uh, 11.5 pounds or something. Because some of their services have weight limits, but they're usually... They do. Like 75 pounds or something, they do. isn't it? Okay. So I go on to old USPS.com mm-hmm. where you can... Because you're prepared. Because I'm prepared. Yeah. Well, I, I, this person that was buying it uh, wanted to... Because I had to obviously ship it. They wanted to know how much it was going to cost. Yeah. So I had ballparked an estimate based off of the weight. I even weighed the boxes. I knew I was going to pack it in. Uh, and I always add... Add a pound or half a pound, whatever add, it is. I'll yeah. add half a pound just so I know that I am 100% good to go. If anything, I'm overestimating mm-hmm. on the weight. So better to be 
Better to overshoot mm-hmm. rather than end up, you know, you holding yeah. a difference in money that you have now have to front. Right. So going to USPS.com, get an estimate. I put in my zip code where I'm shipping it from. Put in the zip code where it's going to be shipped to. Put in the length, 55, width, 15, height, 4 inches. Now, now this already, to me, just a total guess, it feels like it's going to be, a one, it's an odd thing to ship just because it is such a... 55 is a pretty long... Yeah, I mean, it's not... It's four and a half feet. Yeah. It's... It, honestly, the picture, of, the picture of the Mackinac Bridge over there, that's probably 48. So it's a it's a little bit taller than that. Mm-hmm. But roughly th- those exact dimensions, a little bit thicker. So it's not like... I'm not struggling to carry the thing right. in. It's And still, it's only, what'd you say, how many pounds? 11 pounds. So 11 it's not and a half like pounds. it's heavy. Gotcha. So I put in the length times the width times the height, shipper zip code... Receiver zip code, the weight, uh, again, overestimated. And then you click estimate or whatever the button is, enter. It gives you all of the different options. You want it overnight. You want it next day, yep. whatever, next day air. And then they're going to have signature verification. They're going to try to, yes. You know, priority, first uh, early morning delivery, all of this crap. No, I just want the, it's only going to Chicago. So even if it goes ground, it's still going to be there in probably three days or so. Mm-hmm. So I just select, I look at it, and it says, I think, $32.45. I was like, all right, sounds good. So I, I had told the woman, I said, it looks like it's going to be about $35. So I built in a couple dollar buffer like I always try to do. It's crazy that that's, man. That's just so expensive. <laughs> I, it is. I it mean, is. I understand it's a one. It's a it's a larger thing, and wherever it's going may depend on that. But still, my goodness. Yeah. So I package it all up. The woman mm-hmm. says, "Yep, sounds good." She pays me for it. I said, "Great, I'll get it in the mail for you tomorrow." This is on Friday. Package the whole thing up Saturday morning, and uh, actually managed to make it smaller than I had originally estimated by about an inch on every side. It was about two to three ounces lighter than what I had estimated. All things that should be looking to be in your favor. This is all great. Take it to the old post office. I go in there. They throw it up on the scale. And their scale showed 11 pounds, 6.8 ounces. I was like, that's nearly exactly what I got. Which is good considering I just basically stood it up on the bathroom scale. right. He measures it out, 55, 15, 4. Exactly what I had. I was like... You're like at this point, you're in your own head. You're like, <laughs> no big deal. Nailed it. I, like I, it. I can measure and weigh. I can do this job easily. Pretty simple. <laughs> There's one thing. So he does the whole thing. Does this contain any battery acid or bombs? No. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, you're never going to believe this. I forgot the pipe bomb. Left it right in there. So I'm looking at the little screen in front of me and it pops up and he goes, okay. And I, I just said, slowest and cheapest. No rush on this at all. Yep. He said, all right. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's uh, $61 okay. and 42 cents. And I was like, what? I, I, I'm, 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 I'm a bit irritated on your behalf. Yeah. Appreciate it. Because I would. Now, it's not like you're printing out what you saw online, but. I'm guessing you're apt enough. You could pull up, 
pretty quick the service and stuff you had yeah. looked at to price out on your phone and say this says 35 yeah so he said oh really huh and i was like what did you have for the dimensions and he yeah. came back to me same thing i had i was like what the weight he said you know i can do it all again mm-hmm. and i said all right does it all again and it gets it down to $51 this time. By the way, it should not happen that way. No. It should not be it should not be different whatsoever nope. from time 1 to 10. Nope. Not enough time has lapsed that, you know, Postmaster General has come out and said rates are going up <laughs> right this second. If anything, maybe the weight is different by a fraction of an ounce or something because it was leaning on something or okay. whatever. But I mean, the dimensions are the same. And he goes, oh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's showing $51. And I was like. Sorry, sir, because so, now you're in for, now we're going to make this right. If I'm you, I'm pulling that thing up on my phone. So he says, well, I mean, there are surcharges for, you know, a length over, I think it's over 30 inches. And I was like, yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. It's, But, I mean, I I went online and I entered all of those mm-hmm. those parameters. So it's not like the website didn't know what the length was. So why did it not tell me then mm-hmm. if that's what it costs, then that's what it costs. And I'm fine with that, but you need to be able to tell me that in advance. Like when I go to your website and it says calculate a price or estimate or whatever it is, th- that's the reason I'm there is because I want to know how much it's going to cost me. Because I had done that with UPS and it was within a couple bucks Mm -hmm. of USPS. But to go to the UPS store, it's much more of a hike. It's kind of, I'm never in that, in that area, the closest one, but I would have just gone there. But at this point I'm like, whatever, I'm here, just do it. So, you know, 17, $18 out of my pocket. Hey, what's, who cares? It's just money, right? Man, am I... I... I'm not in the wrong here, right? No, I, I and I'm I'm shocked you simply accepted this. Yeah, because I was close. One, one, here's I, why I'm I was a little on bit... my I was on my way somewhere. I needed to get that thing shipped out okay. yesterday. I wouldn't have had time to go to UPS okay. or FedEx. I do I I avoid FedEx at all costs. I right. will not I will not use them. Yeah, and, and as we talked about, you have to climb a couple of mountains and cross some rivers on a Ford to get to the nearest DHL location. So yeah, I don't even know. If, the, can I just walk in there or do you have to have like a special... Could you tell me where there is a DHL? <laughs> Good point. I don't think they actually exist. I think they've just got yellow t- trucks and vans flying out there to think to make us think that they're legitimate. Here's where I'm a little bit surprised at you handling it this way. One, I thought for sure you'd have taken that thing home. Boy, I want to... I, I'm shocked you're not doing USPS pickup where you print your own label, mm-hmm. tape it on there, and then you can you go on the website yeah. and choose the pickup and yeah, again, I've say done, it's on the port. I've done that before, but yeah. again, I I really wanted to get this thing out. Yesterday, I told the woman I will have it, uh, have it on its way to you. There just wasn't enough. The, the couple of times that we've done the porch pickup, We've scheduled it, and it's taken like two or three days before they actually pick it up. Okay. So I could have done that, but it was also easy enough for me. I am I was basically in the area of the post office. It wasn't like it was a huge 
a huge trip to go there. I got to I'm I'm shocked you simply took I'm I'm stunned I, actually. I bent over. That I you took over and the took rate. It. Yeah. And said this is it. I'm sorry. I'm taking it. I'm going to pay it. I'm not and proud you of it. Done. I'm now not did you pass that fee along to uh, said buyer? She'd already paid. The the dollar amount you agreed on. She had already paid. So I can't go back and say, eh, it turns out it was it was more. But I, I mean, it. of course, like you know me, I build in a forty to fifty percent buffer on all Should my prices. Somewhat in this transaction, you I'll say this. You weren't the only one getting ripped off. <laughs> yeah. I just made a little less profit. Right, right. Because <laughs> if it came out to you not making as much profit. It's just not an option. <laughs> it's not in the cards. I'd like to see, yeah. I'd like to get a letter from the Pussmaster and maybe our friend Josh Reed, who also works for them. Explain that to me, Josh. Yeah. He, Explain it to me. Because I did everything right. I did my part. Mm-hmm. I dare you to tell me what I did wrong. And, and maybe this would have ended up with, you printing it off your computer, whatever, mm-hmm. slapping it and having them pick it up off your porch. And then you getting a message in five days from the buyer saying, hey, they charged me an additional $17 to pick it up. What's the that deal? sucks. Smell you later. Block. <laughs> Delete market pay- marketplace post. Report for spam. <laughs> Harassment. <laughs> Say they sent me sexual content and move on. You know, that's what you do. Really torch that bridge. But make sure your integrity is upheld in this whole situation. Yeah. Uh-huh. I I, I can't fault you. What did and I do? And obviously I wasn't what there. What the hell did I do wrong? I'm I, trying to find... Uh, you actually, leaving... The, the most shocking part of that story is not you being ripped I off know. by a government entity. It's you leaving. Yeah, because I know that it... I know walking into the USPS or any other, any other government place... Yeah. It's me against them. Yeah, and and plan on you losing. Like that's just yeah, the way this I'm not, goes. I'm you not know? winning this. The market is re- is not set for you to come out ahead in this. Okay, hold on. I'm actually going to do this all again right now. Okay, so you're going to run this price. Yep. Maybe, who knows? Do. Maybe the rates went up at uh, what time did I send that text? 10 yeah, it was ten oh nine yesterday. Okay, so maybe the rates went up effective ten a.m. Yeah, we may have missed it. <laughs> Um, while you're while you're doing all this information, did want to mention again uh, before we update the poll badness 2023 bracket here in a few moments. All of those will be posted as well as an updated bracket that should be posted online right now. Actually, as Steve mentioned, if you're listening to this podcast um, as it's released in about five minutes, mm-hmm. those polls will be starting to go on to all of our social media at Steve and Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, you can vote the, vote for those as they go up. We are down to the excessive eight. Mm. Again, we'll get to that bracket update here uh, momentarily as we really fulfill Steve's vendetta uh, that he okay. can. All right. I will uh, drag this up onto the Tron so mm-hmm. you can see this. This was all those dimensions you already mentioned, this so we don't need in rehashing here. them. Long, Lar- it's long, skinny, Watch. and light. See? Large package. Weight yep. 11 pounds, 8 ounces. I yeah. even overestimated uh, from from Hudson here to there, Michigan yeah. to Riverside, Illinois. So, of course, you look at this and uh, yeah, zoom it out to get the cheapest, right? Very, very expensive. If I'm going to go priority, yeah, Express you can get it there in two day. days. But look, scroll down. USPS retail ground normal delivery time 
Saturday, April 1st. All mm-hmm. right, so it would take a little bit longer. Thirty-two forty-five. See, now that wouldn't have been available if I wanted to do the click and ship. Just too. because of the I'm assuming shape, because maybe? of the yeah, because of the weight. I don't know. Hmm. Um Yeah, so it's weird, right? Like there's nothing on here where there's a, a star that says we'll be subject to surcharges. The, the whims of some employee. Right. So, uh, did you show him this screen at all? Or? I didn't. I didn't. There was somebody behind me, and I wasn't going to be that guy. See, that's your thing. You should have really brought it home. Yeah. With okay, set the package down. So anyway, everybody behind you in line knows. Well, I'm here for the long haul now. But I mean, thirty-two forty-five. Why did I pay fifty-one dollars after you first told me I'd be paying sixty-one dollars? I'm going to tell you though. You paid it. And the, end of the driveway it. warriors come out ahead. Yeah, they won. They won that. They round. absolutely won. They yeah, really you, won. You that look round. the fool, and I hope feel the fool. I do. Hmm. Do you think they could send me a gift card or something? For Josh, the... Josh, if you could do that, we'd we'd really appreciate maybe a a handwritten. I, I want an eighteen dollar gift card from the general postmaster. Yeah, and I don't know who that is anymore. Is it still Louis Louis Louis, Louis DeJoy? I think. Sorry, I've, I've lapsed on my Postmaster General timeline. Ugh. But yes, we would appreciate a handwritten letter or apology I for can't Steve's wait. $18. I can't wait. I want to send Josh this episode two days early just so I can Maybe get a just response. clip this audio. Yeah. Ugh. But has there ever been a benefit to having somebody who works at the post office? No, no. It, it just doesn't exist, none. right? Yeah. Like if Josh was in there, if Josh was behind the desk when I walked in there, and he said, oh, uh, what are you shipping? And I would have said, books. You know, so that way I can media get... Media mail. Yeah, media mail. Why is it so cheap to ship books? Oh. And not what? just that. Like, the, the idea that you would come in with a 55-inch long book. <laughs> but if I, were to, if I were to take that package and then go into my daughter's room and grab one of her little Pete the Cat books and drop it in there, technically, is that media mail? Yeah. Is there like a certain percentage that has to be? So I, I know I'm more familiar with media mail than I, I should be just based on um, shipping comic books over the years. Mm-hmm. And I know you can. You sh- can you ship them media mail? No, not supposed to. But most everybody used to. Mm. Um, anything with an advertisement in it, you cannot. All right. So Pete the Cat doesn't have an advertisement no, in it. No, but that, that's a legitimate media yeah. mail. DVD, uh, things like that. Those are all media mail. Those are acceptable, Steve. Huh. Well, my, uh, you know, my apologies for your loss. I'm very sorry. I'm happy that you're on my side for this one. With, obviously, I wasn't there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the details you've provided. I got the receipt like, upstairs. I kept the receipts. Seem like you've been scammed by this schlub working at the office. It was a new guy, too. Mm, Didn't appreciate something his... Something smells uh, fishy. Yeah. Seems like somebody may be skimming off the top over there. At yeah, you see, you walk out the door, you look back, and he's folding up eighteen dollars and putting it into his back pocket, <laughs> twirling his mustache. Another idiot with a long box. <laughs> these long box fools. Yeah, I make an extra hundred a day off these morons. All right, Josh. Well, uh, the um, we await. The lines are open, yeah. so I look forward to the rebuttal. Yes. Always forget it's the sped up version. 
wanna be the best, you got to be a fighter. It's time for the senseless 16 matchup, Steve. They were in full force this week. Thanks to everybody who voted. Continues to vote and spread the word on all of our social media at Steve and Kyle. It's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We are starting, still in the patently absurd division, the number eight seed, which again, the Cinderella story of the tournament. Upset the number one seed last week in the 32. Does 4-H stand for horsery, houses, horticulture, and ham, which was, again, an upset. That moved on to the Central 16 to take on the number five seed. Or, I'm sorry, what moved on was, is Chainsaw Steve the ultimate nemesis of Earthman? That moved on to the Central 16 Good. to take on the number five seed. Do you want to wake up on a Saturday morning blowing rust-colored boogers? Mm. And Steve, this is insane. The slipper still fits. Oh, the number eight seed is moving on to the excessive eight. 66% of the audience voted for his Chainsaw Steve, the ultimate nemesis of Earthman. That's taking on the number two seed versus the number six seed in the patently absurd division. The number two seed does the whoopee cushion lead off fart hour or does it belong in dick hour so nobody <laughs> sees it coming? Taking on the number six seed is Steve's murder jeep tinted with the blood of the innocent. Mm, boy. And this, an absolute steamrolling, really? Steve. And with this result, we are guaranteed a Steve in the fight in the oh, foolish boy. four. Another <sighs> upset is Steve's murder jeep tinted with the blood of the innocent with 74% of the vote boy. moving on to the excessive eight. I mean, I, I guess at this point I should embrace it. Yeah. Well, Chainsaw Steve is less, would be less offensive on a plaque than Steve's murder Jeep. Okay. So in the excessive eight in the patently absurd division, again, a number eight seed and a number six seed moving over to the, what the division. Yeah. The number one seed is the only way to fix your Billy Rubens by correcting your Jimmy Patty melts. Taking on the number five seed is if, if your name is Jack and you run an Acme, are, are you, you dead? dead? And that one seemed to really hit yeah. a lot of people the right way in the throaty too. Right in the feels. But it's run ends here in the Senseless 16. Oh, no. Is the only way to fix your Billy Rubens by collecting your Jimmy Patty melts. Moves on with 59% of the vote. Moving on to the excessive eight. That'll be taken on the winner of the number six versus number two matchup. The number two seed. Do you have to knock on the casket to ask permission to use the family name? Taking on the number six seed. Is Kyle just a bag of used parts? God damn it. 89% of the audience. <laughs> Is Kyle just a bag of used parts oh, so moves we, the number six seed? We could be going head-to-head at some point in the... Uh, that side, so... Oh, this is exciting. A Steve will be moving to the Foolish Four. Yeah. And now a number one seed, the Billy Rubens is taking on his okay. Kyle a bag of used parts. is also One of those will be moving okay. to the Foolish Four. And we are... Did I get all... Yeah, I got both of those. That's right. Moving over to the Asinine Division. In the sense of 16 matchups, the number one seed only pulls by Zunes. <laughs> Taking on, should Steve make the union workers refer to him as Big Bacon Steve or Papa Benjamin? Those are two good ones. I think now, that the polls and zooms. Is, is, I thought that was a runaway. That's got to be. Another upset and another number one seed goes down. 65% of the audience Ooh. saying, should Steve make the union workers refer to him as Big Bacon Steve or Papa Benjamin's? Moving on to the excessive eight. Okay. The bottom half of that bracket, the number three seed, would John Lennon still be alive if there were CDs? 
Taking on the number two seat is Captain Hatchet, the crazed fire captain with a hook for a hand and umbrella for a foot, a good horror icon. The number two seat, a bit of a runaway. 77% of the audience voting for Captain Hatchet, moving hmm. on to the excessive eight. How about so that? Steve, you are up to, of the final eight, we're only through six. You account for half. <laughs> and honestly, right. Captain Hatchet is your creation. You kind of account for four out yeah. of these, these final six. Yeah. And lastly, we're in the are they serious division, the census 16 matchups. Number one seed, does Dickhead, the owner of Dickhead Appliances, flick his cigarette at a baby? Taking on the number five seed, do you always pick A, B, and blue off the brothel menu? <laughs> and this is the steamrolling of the weekend. Uh, I thought Kyle being a bag of used parts was going to be yeah. the uh, the That's overall nothing, winner. Though. 91% wow. of the vote, Steve. Dickhead, the owner of Dickhead Appliances, moving on to the excessive eight. And this thing... It, as it stands, showing no signs of stopping. This thing Boy. is absolutely running away with these matchups. That'll be taken on the winner of the number three versus number seven matchup. Is standard Tex Max time six to eight p.m. Yep. Taking on the number seven seed. Should Evelyn seek emancipation after getting a coaster as a gift from Steve? Another Steve centric vote. With eighty one percent of the oh, vote, Jesus, Steve, you are accounting for half of the excessive eight. <laughs> Should Evelyn seek emancipation <laughs> after getting a coaster as a gift from Steve, moving on to the excessive eight. <sighs> so we have one number one seed remaining. Does Dickhead, the owner of Dickhead Appliances, flick his cigarette at a baby, taking on the number seven seed? Should Evelyn seek emancipation after receiving a coaster? We've got a number four seed, a number mm-hmm. two seed. We've got a number... Oh, I'm sorry. There is two number one seeds. Billy Rubin's needing to correct okay. your Jimmy Patty Mouth's also moving on. Yeah. We got a 4, a 2, a 1, a 6, a 7 and an 8. Mm. We this is either the worst seating job known to man <laughs> by the in the decision den in the planning pagoda uh-huh. or the most crazy tournament known to man and I choose to believe the latter as if you've been following any basketball, this is the first Elite Eight with no number one seed advancing in the basketball tournament, Steve, yeah. since seeding began in the 70s. Mm. So it's a bit of a wonky year in pole badness, a bit of a wonky year in the March Madness basketball tournament as well. All of these polls, again, right on our social media, at Steve and Kyle. Those will be up right now, starting to go up. If you want to vote, please get those in, uh, moving on to the Foolish Four. Yeah. Well... It's almost a guarantee that you are going to be in the championship. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be. So you're. It, it would be very difficult for me to not be. You're going to have at minimum one in the foolish four yeah. because it has to go that way. Right. I have a one. I have to uh, go up against the Billy Rubens to make the final. The 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 foolish four. Should see there. There's a chance that you don't make the championship. Hmm. It's just not a very high probability. <laughs> it's, it's You're accounting low. for half of the remaining entries yeah. in this tournament. Happy to happy to pick these out of the lot every year. Thrilled to be here. That's great. Big thanks to, uh, let's see, uh, Taco Smith for sending the Taco Smith Wrecking Crew yes. stickers. You already have that. Not on there yet. No, no, not on there yet. Our friend Doug, thank you so much for those. Our thanks to Mitch Mankiewicz for the sticker and whoever sent the uh, <laughs> shark one. Please identify yourself. Uh, the address in the P.O. box to ship those to. Right in the description of this show or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I do love this sticker. 
of a possum playing banjo. I mean, that's great. That's really nice. That's really, really nice. Uh, again, at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, if you right. want to vote on those polls, we would be happy to count those. Yes, I look forward to uh, wrapping this up and seeing this get down to another champion. A lot of upset so far. Boy. Yeah, but uh, but we got to get out of here. We got we got marketplace to scour for some roof bubble. Yeah, we got to buy luggage. some luggage carriers and bike racks and burleys, and then we just got to figure out where to store all this crap. Again, we're also in the market for roughly one tenth of one acre. That's right, the smallest you can possibly <laughs> right. fathom. But it's got to be centrally located between our two houses. That's right. So if you happen to live in that very very small footprint. Yeah. Let us know. Wait, we got an offer for you. (laughs) Talk to you next week. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.